0: Hello everyone, this is Victoria Graham on glasshouseradio.com, part of the Howard University Radio Network. Thank you all so much for tuning into this installment of the PO.V, glasshouseradio.com's newest podcast, the POV aims to inspire and shed light on important topics of today. The show consists of sharing everyday lessons throughout my own personal lens as well as others that help us elevate in this life experience. In today's episode, we will talk about the significant rise in social media use and internet engagement since the beginning of the pandemic, along with its positive and negative impacts. I will also provide my own personal perspective as an artist, sharing my work online, and just my own general experience in the online sphere. Alright, so to start off, I just want to provide a quote from the eMarketer, and it states that the Harris Poll, which was conducted between late March and early May, found that between 46% and 51% of U.S. adults are now using social media more since the outbreak began. And this stat was provided only within the first few months of the pandemic, and we are now obviously in 2021, and it's been a little over a year now, so just imagine how much things have transformed even now regarding um the internet and social media and this whole virtual experience that we are all delving into way more Um, and we're gonna get into it so much more here on the POV podcast with your host Victoria Graham on Glasshouse Radio part of the Howard University Radio Network so continuing on i really want to talk about social media specifically for a moment and just really highlight the complete transformation of influencer culture and um just how we experience online anything so since the beginning of the pandemic obviously a huge part of our lives have been shifted to this sort of virtual world this virtual experience whether it be from online school instruction to virtual entertainment through online festivals and concerts and summits and so so many things Um, it's just really amazing to see how much creativity and unique interactive experiences have been just cultivated so much within the last year and some change i know for me personally um a big part of something that I miss is just immersing myself within art um, whether it be going to a museum or a concert or poetry slam just anything and just meeting other artists and having that um just social interactive experience with things that I love and hobbies that I enjoy and my passions and things like that and I felt that since the pandemic started a lot of that has been missing um for me and um i've been kind of looking for ways to stay motivated and um just to keep going as an artist so i think that some things that i really enjoy that keep me inspired um that have been consistent online is the NPR tiny desk virtual concerts that's something that i really love it's just really amazing to see how creative that organization gets when it comes to creating these beautiful sets um, that match the aesthetic of the artists and just the artists themselves and how even some of the more mainstream artists we listen to, you get to see a more um, a more personal side of them through these Tiny Desk concerts. And it's something that I really appreciate um, and it's something that, that just keeps me inspired and keeps me going as an artist. Um, also, I want to talk about the rise of the new app Clubhouse and that how that is used as a way to keep not only artists, but people with any type of hobby, any type of interest. It kind of gives them a, a community to engage and come together and just converse. Um, obviously, that's been something that has been um kind (laughs) of lost through quarantine and things like that people have been isolated so Clubhouse has emerged as this like really great way of of connecting people from all over Um, beyond apps like Instagram where um, the algorithm is starting to get more commercialized we'll talk about more about Instagram and their algorithm change and all that later but clubhouses has also been a great way for people to connect and engage together so there are a lot of positives to this rise in the internet and rise in social media that I really appreciate Um, and there are also some downsides so we'll definitely talk about those more as well Um, Again, this is Victoria Graham on glasshouseradio.com, part of the Howard University Radio Network. You are listening to the PO.V. All right, and we are back. So, before I get to the downsides of this whole internet experience, I want to talk and elaborate more on that aspect of influencer culture that I mentioned a bit before. So, with the increased usage of internet, and everyone's being on, on online, and everyone's posting, everyone's engaging with each other to a certain extent, uh-huh. it's kind of giving rise to the possibilities of us, I'll say everyday people, for lack of a better phrase, us everyday people being able to gain our own platforms. So more people are online, more people are paying attention to things that we are, you know, posting amongst each other and things like that. And whether it be through Instagram or things such as TikTok, especially TikTok, because I feel like now a lot of people are using TikTok way more than um, Instagram, which I believe was one of the top apps. It still is one of the top apps, but I feel like The gravitation is now leaning more towards TikTok, Clubhouse, a lot of other apps Um, due to Instagram, partly because of Instagram's algorithm change where um, a lot of users are just not really um, liking it because there's a lot of advertisements in between and random sponsors in between your feed and just so many other things i'll elaborate more on it later but yes there's now a a new gravitation towards apps like tiktok and tiktok the way they are set up is that basically anyone could by the looks of what i see and and by my experiences using it almost anyone is able to post and go viral at any given time so i feel like that is It's been great to witness, um, again, as an artist and seeing so many other artists, whether they're musicians or or filmmakers and uh, singers and actors, dancers, whatever, um, they just post and they get so much recognition and love for their work. And I think that it's a really, it's been a really great way for artists specifically to... uh, kind of keep them going inspirationally as well as financially because i know a lot of um, artists and entertainers have been have been losing um so much jobs and employment and opportunities throughout this whole experience of a pandemic so tiktok has definitely been uplifting a lot of artists uh whether they intended to or not and also just uh Not only artists, just small businesses and um, uh, just people who, just everyday people. And it's been something beautiful to really witness. And at the same time, though, my only concern is that anyone and everyone can go viral at any given time. It's, it's kind of a, a sense of power that that is very, very concerning to me, especially regarding everything that has happened over the summer and up to now, of course, all the way in the past, um, in regards to injustice, racial injustice, and just social injustices all over, um, not only America, but just globally. Um, Of course that we've seen so much uh uproar where whether it be awareness or um protest against it or just and everything in between um the only thing about this increased chance of having a platform and having more and more people witness what you're posting is that sometimes it could lead and produce misinterpretation misinformation that is being distributed at such a fast pace and um you can definitely see that through um a lot through not only the platforms of everyday people and people who have gone viral to now become these um social media influencers or even you know quote-unquote celebrities um you even see it through celebrity culture whether it be through um Musicians, or any other artists or entertainers who are, um, who some of them have their intention to support certain movements, but at the same time, um, it's evident to see their lack of awareness of certain things. And so when they post their sentiments about these certain situations, it's not always the most reliable information. But Since we live in a society of celebrity culture and uh, popularity and capitalism, all these other things, um, their opinion is glorified whether they are correct or not. And um, I've been witnessing that a lot um, within this whole celebrity culture, influencer culture, people being able to um, cultivate these audiences in such a short span of time. Of course, it was happening before the pandemic, but now it's even more because of course um, in uh in union with the the stat that I provided before about the increased usage of social medias within the within the past year since the pandemic hit um, more people are online, so that gives rise to more opinions and just everything so Now comes the question of, how do we ensure that these things are regulated? And I'm not sure if that was Instagram's attempt with their new algorithm change. I believe it was more so more on a uh, capitalistic reason, a more capitalistic approach um, to as to why they changed their algorithm, I don't think it it has um, much to do with what I just mentioned. Um, because as I, as I stated before, Instagram has now more advertisements and a whole new tab for purchasing things. And, and it's really um, kind of taking people away from that app. But um, yeah, let's go back to the question of how we can kind of regulate the spreading of misinformation and i believe that that's going to be a question that is obviously it's obviously tough the answer i don't have the answer in the moment but it all comes down to just making sure that we as individuals remain accountable for ourselves and what we are feeding ourselves on a every day every hour every minute basis um, during this whole experience um, to make sure that th- we are doing our part to educate ourselves outside of just reading a thread about some about an event that's going on, or um, anything important, um, we we have to remember that even though we are we, we may read a a um, a quick recap of something online, it may not always be the the best to rely on that as your only source of information for that particular situation. So we just have to make sure that we are doing what we are can, what we can, excuse me, (laughs) to make sure that we are seeking further education and further perspective beyond what the internet is telling us. And also outside of that, um, just to make sure that we regulate our our internet usage in general. So I think for me, I started to realize how much being on my phone was kind of consuming my life. I started to look at my analytics on my phone and seeing that I was on my phone for 14 plus hours a day and that it was that was just crazy to me. And I really had to stop. And it was the thing is, it was so difficult to begin the process of toning that down it was really difficult to um kind of recenter myself and put myself into a more disciplined state of making sure that I'm not um living life completely online um but once I did and once I kind of stopped myself um I had to put myself into a routine and, and establish a limit of how long I was going to be online, especially when we got out of school and I didn't really have much to do. Um, so I do actually want to provide a quote from an article that I read by Brenda K. Welderhold on alleviating social media and anxiety during the pandemic. And she states, in the end... Managing anxiety is an issue of balance. Moderate your media consumption so that you can stay informed, but avoid access or incorrect information. Use technology to unwind and to connect, to tend to both your body and your mind as we move through this uncertain time. And that is is something, excuse me, that I definitely came to the conclusion to. I start to use social media um, more so as a way to, um, as a tool to stay grounded and um, to stay motivated and also just to, I've catered my internet usage away from certain platforms and certain influences to ensure that I was keeping my mind stable. Remembering to stay grounded is definitely something vital to keep in mind, especially as the internet just continues to grow and continues to expand throughout this experience. I really hope that you all remember to maintain your balance and continue to remain positive and continue to remain uplifted and safe throughout these times. This is Victoria Graham on glasshouseradio.com, part of the Howard University Radio Network. Thank you so much for tuning in to the PO.V.